of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. This is the Midday News for Tuesday, September 20th. In the headlines, the Eastern Caribbean Securities Regulatory Commission, through a CDB-funded project, is gearing to provide financial access for small and medium-sized enterprises through crowdfunding. A tropical wave located several hundred miles east of the Windward Islands is producing disorganized showers and thunderstorms, but gradual development of this system is possible over the next few days. And the majority of Puerto Ricans are without water and power after Hurricane Fiona slams the island with wind, heavy rainfall and flash flooding this week, even as it heads away from the Caribbean. The news is brought to you compliments, Courts Dominica Limited and Discover Dominica Authority. Shop more, save more in the Ashley Savings Event happening now. Get an additional 200 off your purchase when you buy a full sofa set. That's right, you can save big on favorite Ashley pieces. Get your rocker recliner you've always had an eye on. Enhance your bedroom, expand your dining room, get that living room combo for less than $3,000. Shop now with no cash and don't miss out on these awesome savings only at Ports. Offer available online and shopcourts.com and at your nearest court store. Conditions apply? Courts. Bring in value home. Let's reunite! From October 20th to 30th, 2022, Dominica invites you to celebrate the World Creole Music Festival. Three nights of pulsating rhythms on one stage. For more information, visit www.dominicafestivals.com Like and follow us on Facebook at Dominica Festivals or Instagram at Dominica.Festival. Dominica's World Creole Music Festival celebrating 22 years in 2022. October 28th to 30th. The ECSRC is currently engaged in a project which is funded by the Caribbean Development Bank to provide access to funding for small and medium-sized enterprises through the creation of a supervisory framework to promote crowdfunding. The Eastern Caribbean Securities Regulatory Commission, ECSRC, is the original regulatory authority for the securities market in the member countries, including Dominica, of the Eastern Caribbean Currency Union. The ECSRC is raising awareness of the work being undertaken under this project and to invite interested persons in Dominica to the upcoming stakeholder consultations, which are scheduled during the week of 26 September. Chief Executive Officer of the Eastern Caribbean Securities Regulatory Commission is Alusha Faisal. So the ECSRC in 2020, at the start of the pandemic, and prior to that, um, we were looking at ways in which we could develop the market because one of the mandates of the commission, in addition to its regulatory role, is to promote market development. And um, at the start of the pandemic, the commission recognized that there were some serious issues being faced by small and medium-sized businesses um, as it relates to financing and continuing their operations. Um, As a result, the commission looked at um, some of the ways in which it could allow those companies to use the, 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 the capital markets or the securities market to promote or to support their activities. And so the commission um, established or developed and approved um, draft rules to promote um, crowdfunding. And um, this whole project essentially 
is coming out of that initiative by the commission to establish a framework or supervisory framework to support um, crowdfunding in the eight member countries. CEO of the ECSRC, Aluja Faisal, meantime consultant on the crowdfunding project, Winsome Leslie explains what is crowdfunding. I'm sorry, crowdfunding is exactly what it sounds like. It's raising funds for a project or for your business from the public using an online platform. And there are several kinds of crowdfunding. Um, there is crowdfunding based on donations where, where you're receiving funds from the public and the public is not expecting any kind of return uh, on those funds. There's also reward crowdfunding, which is a step beyond donations where um, you're raising um, funds again from the public in exchange for a reward. So say you're a spa and you need funds to expand, you can um, solicit these funds from a crowdfunding platform, via a crowdfunding platform rather, in exchange for say a free spa treatment. And then there is also debt crowdfunding in which you're asking the public to give you a small loan, which has to be paid back with interest. And then we come to equity crowdfunding, which is what this project is focusing on, where you are now offering shares in your company exchange for funding. Winsome Leslie, for the first time in a long time, Dominicans will converge and celebrate the Allen's culture. On Saturday, 24th September, the Division of Culture will host the official opening ceremony for Independence 2022 at 5 p.m. Acting Chief Cultural Officer Olson Matthew gives more details. Admission will be absolutely free to the general public, so I want to encourage everyone to come down to the stadium forecourt in large numbers and get a taste of what we've missed and what is to come for the Independence season. All of the traditional performances, the contemporary, and a few surprises in between. That's Saturday, 24th, Stadium Forecourt, 5 p.m., entrance free. Acting Chief Cultural Officer Olson Matthew. ENT Specialist Dr. Irvin Pascal affirms that he hopes to encourage and inspire people to continue taking care of their health in a serious manner. Health promotion and education is the process of enabling people to increase control over and improve their health with essential knowledge and material information. Pertinent health research has indicated that health screening is an effective way to detect a particular condition or disease early, even when there has not been any signs or symptoms of that disease. Dr. Pascal emphasizes the message that your health is your wealth and notes that when it comes to our health and wellness, prevention is better than cure and treatment begins with prevention. Early detection means getting the right treatment at the right time, which gives you better control over your health. He added that we must continue to remind ourselves all the time that our health is our wealth. Uh, I hope I can share enough um, to encourage people to continue to pay attention to taking their health seriously, uh, realizing that your health, as Dr. Kelsey would always say, is your wealth but it is also your responsibility. It starts with you, it doesn't start with anybody else. When it comes to health or wellness or well-being, prevention, prevention is better than cure. Treatment starts with prevention. The main part of prevention is to be informed, to ask questions, to ask why, to go and find out for yourself from those who know and these days with the internet and everything 
it makes it much easier for us to self-inform. We remind ourselves all the time that your health is your wealth and you are responsible for it. And your prevention is better than cure. And you prevent by being informed. ENT specialist Dr. Irvin Pascal. Democracy is predicated on the idea that individuals are morally upright, rational, and capable of self-control by nature. In other words, democracy defends human rights. But according to Lennon Matthew, human beings are driven by life's immoralities, greed, power, and success. He pointed out that it is indisputable that humans are seen as being human since they are morally imperfect. Matthew believes one of the things that we have lost is the control on the abuse of power. He continues by saying that if a man who claims to be the prime minister lacks self-control over that floor in human nature, there will be greed, selfishness, and self-destruction, which is already occurring in Dominica's culture today. What makes us human is not being perfect. What makes us human is our greed, our jealousy, our immoralities. And what makes us dangerous humans is when we do not have controls of this human nature, the greed, the jealousy, the selfishness. Some of them, I think, are survival instincts. What makes us human are these. And when we do not control them, they become a problem. Does that mean a guy who becomes the prime minister all of a sudden is perfect and he can do no wrong? Absolutely not, because his decisions are guided by his moral compass. And if that guy has on, on that human characteristic, guess what? There's going to be greed, there's going to be selfishness, there's going to be self-destruction, which we see happening today. He says as a result, appropriate checks and balances must be in place to limit the control of authority being exercised. According to Matthew, a democratic system is one of the best political structures for guaranteeing that there is actual equality between men, one that can effectively produce economic freedom as well as political tolerance and transparency. We do that by having separation of power, separation of the judiciary, the legislature, and separation of the executive branch to ensure that one does not exceed the other in its administration or its oversight of the resources of the people. So therefore, when individuals are selling passports without accountability, the police and the courts can say enough is enough. We have to put a stop to that because the people of Dominica or the people of the region are suffering. And I, I think the best political system to ensure that one, all men are truly equal. Two, we can generate the economic freedom and wealth that we need. Three, the transparency, the political tolerance is in a democratic process, if for a democracy. Lennon Matthew. Unofficial information reaching Q95 indicates that police are investigating a shooting incident that took place in the Focale area, leaving one young man dead and two others nursing injuries. The incident took place shortly after 11 p.m. last night, where it was reported that a masked man opened fire in a drive-by manner. Word on the ground indicates that the shooting was allegedly in retaliation to a bike being stolen and the young man shot may have been involved. However, the young man who was killed may have been innocent, sources allege. Q95 will provide more information when an official report is released from the Dominica Police Force. The court's Unicoma Group hosted its annual scholarship awards ceremony for employees' children earlier this month at its head office in Focolay. Speaking at the ceremony in Dominica, OECS Director of Sales and Country Nicole Lumkin reiterated the company's commitment to the sustainable development of the communities it serves and its long-standing efforts through internal and external programs to assist thousands of children and young adults to realize their goals. 
This year, Unicomer committed over U.S. $35,000 to scholarships for its employees' children with 66 recipients across the OECS. Speaking at the same ceremony, OECS Human Capital Director Brian Ruplal shared his personal education journey, outlining the impact a scholarship had on his career path. RuPaul further stated to the parents and recipients that this scholarship program complements the Internal Employee Engagement Initiative, the best people work at Unicomer, and is a clear example of the steps the organization has taken to foster a sense of community within the workplace with its employees at the center. The scholarship for employees' children was implemented in 2016 and has been distributed to over 130 students with recipients receiving support from kindergarten to university. The group says it proudly stands by this initiative and will continue to support the social and academic development of its employees' children for generations to come. Still on the local scene, former deputy UWP leader Claudia Sanford stated that he does not understand the rationale and strategy of the corporation that is undertaking the East Coast Road Rehabilitation Project, which began at Pocasse and about one year ago is still damaged the road all the way to Hatton Garden. Her statement came in response to the protest action launched by bus drivers and inhabitants of the Kalinago Territory yesterday morning in light of their discontent with poor state of the ongoing construction work, which forces bus drivers to spend a lot of money on their vehicles. He was speaking on the Talking About program on Q95 yesterday afternoon. I do understand the logic and the strategy of, of the company constructing that, that road. They stopped the road from Pocasse and they damaged the entire road right down to Hatton Garden. And not one inch of road has been, you know, properly, you know, reinstalled. And you have the population of Cassibles all the way to Atkinson and she's been using that road in schools. And the bus drivers, I mean, they have lost a lot. There are people who don't even drive their vehicles on the road anymore because they just it's just time consuming it, it's damaging to their vehicles and so on. But not only that, Matt, what has happened is that the drainage, all the drainage on the both sides of the road has been blocked by the, the ongoing parish work and all the water from all the roads and the buildings that come along the road, if they find their seven people yet. I being a culprit of that myself, my whole, my entire yard have been flooded with every rainfall because the people um, with their parish, they dug up the side of the road and they just block all the drainage that was along the road leading to culverts and ravines. And this river um, from the road comes down. Once it gets a, a, a opening, it follows it. And sometimes these are, are secondary roads leading into people's homes, leading into other areas. And, and, and if you see the mess that is happening in this parish, all along our rivers, all along our ravines, it is just an environmental mess. And I'm asking... Where are the technocrats in this? Where is Asani Lavil, the minister, who is so opposed to the, the costing of houses when, they, when people make reference to that? Why is he not on the ground there? Why, where is the minister of environment who happened to be our own um, 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 Kalinago representative? Where are their voices when these things are being done? They should have steps and procedures for these international or foreign companies who come and take away all the bread and butter from all people in those big construction projects. They have to pay attention to our environment. We have to be aware and we have to be conscious of what we leave our future generation, this country that we call the Nature Island of the Caribbean. 
In other news this afternoon, a tropical wave located several hundred miles east of the Windward Islands is producing an area of disorganized showers and thunderstorms. Some gradual development of this system is possible during the next several days, while the system approaches the Windward Islands toward the end of the week and moves over the eastern Caribbean Sea over the weekend. Formation chance through 48 hours, low near 0%. Formation chance through 5 days, low 20%. And in Puerto Rico, power is slowly coming back on the island after it was slammed by Hurricane Fiona this week. The powerful Category 1 storm continues to generate heavy rainfall and flash flooding even as it heads away from the Caribbean. It's just the latest in a series of disasters for Puerto Rico as Tuesday marks the five-year anniversary of Hurricane Maria's landfall. CBS lead national correspondent David Begno has this report. Nearly every electrical customer here on the island that is without power this morning, roughly 800,000 people don't have water. We expected today to be telling you how the island was doing five years after Maria, a Category 4 storm which devastated the island. But instead, today on the anniversary of the Maria, we're back talking about another hurricane, a Category 1, which also devastated the island. As soon as we landed, it was clear we weren't going to be able to get to the affected areas by car fast enough. So we got in a helicopter and we first flew over to Abaja. You could see people standing on cars on the second story of their homes, which were flooded. We then flew over Manatee, where you could see fuel actually running through the flooded town. And then we headed all the way west to the municipality of Añasco. Bye. Bye. Once we landed in Añasco, we hitched a ride with Erica Matias in the back of her family's truck, and they took us through some of the town's inundated streets. She told us that in some places, the water was up to four feet deep. Nice to meet you. We met a woman named Lourdes. She's been living here nearly 12 years. They just went through Maria, and now again. But the important thing is that we're alive. Lourdes jumped in the back of the truck with us and so took us to her home which she says she helped to build with her family years ago. She's one of 16 children and had just repainted the house. Have you ever thought of moving out my of a, a flood I zone? I love living here because I love my neighbors. I like the environment. The only part, bad part about this is this. But the storms won't stop. I know. In Puerto Rico, we help each other. Moments later, we drove right by Norma Rivera, watching for her neighbors from the second floor of a friend's home. She grew up in Puerto Rico and just moved back here four months ago after spending years away. How would you describe Puerto Rican pride when it comes to wanting to live on the island no matter what? This is family. We don't get good pay here. The lights going out every damn day. I work from home and I hate it because I'm not leaving. When we left Norma, we flew back to San Juan, and we noticed that some of the lights were starting to flicker, come back on. But we're talking two, maybe three percent of customers that are getting power restored so far. And that's the midday news. But first, a recap of the headlines. The Eastern Caribbean Securities Regulatory Commission, through a CDB-funded project, is gearing to provide financial access for small and medium-sized enterprises through crowdfunding. A tropical wave located several hundred miles east of the Windward Islands is producing disorganized showers and thunderstorms, but gradual development of this system is possible over the next few days. And the majority of Puerto Ricans are without water and power after Hurricane Fiona slams the island. The news is brought to you compliments, Courts Dominica Limited and Discover Dominica Authority. I have been your presenter, Kimberly Benjamin.
of the Hour News.